this is part two of two for the intimacy, celibacy, sex and soul ties topic. So this show, I really wanted to hone in and wrap up our conversation from last week um, and really talk about uh, intimacy and soul ties more than the celibacy. I know we spent a lot of time last uh, week on celibacy and sex before marriage and uh, to each its own. Everyone likes to do their own thing and I really want to hone in though on if you are having sex or if you are you know connecting yourself with someone that you are knowing um, or working on knowing the person before right. you, you make that type of commitment. And we're going to talk about why because intimacy is so important for women uh, men too but more so women we really really need that intimate connection I agree. yeah and so we really want to talk about the intimacy part um, we want to talk about the soul ties that you create and really give you some tips mm -hmm. on how to break those soul ties um, once you decide to to part ways if necessary so yeah Whew, that's um, deep yes <laughs> And the, we're going to also talk about our Let's Be Honest segment. We have a good story. Bobby and I hung out this past weekend. Oh, my gosh. Guys, y'all. I'm going to leave. Crazy. Crazy. I'm not going to believe it. But um, so we are in a remote location. Um, we're switching up a little bit. I have been working with um, a disaster recovery for Hurricane Dorian. And I've had some changes. So I just have to kind of be flexible. Bobby has been like so awesome to kind of like jump hey. in and come meet me where I am. And I'm, I really appreciate that. So My you pleasure. guys get a different vibe from us. Tell me if you like this setup because yeah, it's, it's, nice it's cute. It is. So tell me what you think. Uh, so Bobby, how was your weekend? What's been going on with you? Let <laughs> me jump into our topics. Um... Uh, outside of uh, our episode. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. We're going to talk about that later, guys. So if you are watching or listening, tune in and keep listening because it's going to come and you like, you guys are going to crack up. But yes. Um, other than that, it was relaxing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our, our evening ended at 7 a.m. the next yeah. day. <laughs> so wait for the story. We have like an adult summer party. All my girlfriends know I love adult summer parties. Okay. some work to do in preparation of this week with the hurricane recovery and so um i really just kind of chilled and relaxed most of the weekend <laughs> uh, and so i know you guys are probably wondering our, about our cocktail so we are going to go into our true serum cocktail our true serum cocktail this week is called skinny sangria you're going to take one fourth cup of frozen grapes and berries four ounces of pinot grigio half ounce of brandy you're gonna mix that with some berry flavored sparkling water, pour over ice and garnish with four to six grapes. It is so refreshing. Tell me what you think. I love this recipe. So getting into our topic. So I wanted to talk about, just because I know our last segment is, we had so much fun and we were all talking, we were all involved because it was a topic that everyone talked about sex. You know, everyone has an opinion about it. And, um, my walk is so different from anybody else because, and, and I'm sure there are a lot of women, I have a circle of women that walk in celibacy as well, mm -hmm. but I also have friends that choose not to do that, and that's totally fine, that's up to them, that's their walk, mm -hmm. so um, I love that they respect mine, right. I respect theirs, um, I've met some men that have been greedy about it, and then I've met guys who've been just assholes about it, and that's why they're not <laughs> in my life, life you know? <laughs> But the beauty of it is that I, whenever I walk out of a relationship or interaction with someone and I know it was not meant to be, I don't feel like I'm losing anything, any part of me. And so for me, that's extremely important um, in keeping my, and maintaining my emotional health where I'm not giving someone a part of me that I can't get back. Time is yeah. enough because yeah. I can't get that back. So it's true. Um, so intimacy, so Bobby, I want you to tell me kind of what are your thoughts on intimacy? I know, like, I know that for me, I think there is a huge difference between um, sex and intimacy. And then I also I think that there is a huge difference between um, 
mean being intimate with someone in a romantic way and being intimate with them from like a spiritual place mm -hmm. so um what would you say is the most like intimate thing for you with the with it from a romantic standpoint um, from a romantic standpoint, um, for me personally, um, when we talk about intimacy, you almost like bury your soul to someone. I mean, that's kind of like how it comes off. Um, you know, this is very intimate and scary. When we take our makeup off, we do this, we do that, and the person just <laughs> loves you for you and your ponytail. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I think it's when a person is, for me, when they are intentional um, to be open with me. They're mm -hmm. sharing themselves um, and they're allowing themselves to almost kind of be like naked in front of you. Um, and it could be something as simple as, you know, a dream, um, mm -hmm. a fear, um, just laughing. You know, sometimes yeah. it's, it's just like, man, you really just let go. Mm -hmm. Most of the times when you, run into people you end up meeting the representative yeah and yeah, you do <laughs> you have no idea who you're dealing with behind that mask so right. um for me personally i actually try my best to just be what it's going to be this is what it is either you like it or you don't um right. typically i connect well with people because um I feel like I'm cut from a decent cloth. Um, I'm trying to, get to, I mean, you know, not to you talk. You are. Hard, we would but, be friends if right, you right, were. Right, right, right. But I try to like get to know people. Um, people will show you who they are. You don't have to force it. You know, um, especially if they're uncomfortable or under pressure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so um, it looks like that for me. And in my friendships, usually my personality, um, I'm a helper. So. I want to say, hey, do you need some help? What What is it that you need for me to do? Mm -hmm. And then you really see if people are going to take advantage of that. Right. Um, so I like to get to the core of the person. Yeah. Um, so that's how it works for me. Um, in an intimate setting with a male, you know, I'm into men. Um, <laughs> I have to make that clear because, I mean, we do have people that are, they do different things. But for me personally, um, I know, right? That was, I had to just, you know, just in case people were wondering. Um, not that they should wonder, but if they weren't. Um, it's but a soft. Right. <laughs> but a soft. Definitely be trying to get a soft to some hard a man. <laughs> just making that clear. Um, TMI. Um, so it kind of, like dealing with a man for me on an intimate level. Mm -hmm. Man. Um. Again, I have to just go back to really just bearing your soul. I mean, and it doesn't just happen automatically. I don't right. expect that at right. all. Right. Um, but just somebody being able to tell you something mm -hmm. and then just take you take it at face value. And you're mm -hmm. like, all right. Yeah. And you're accepting them. Right. Now, I know some of y'all have had a man wash y'all hair before and do these different things. Like that little, is that, is that the movie Ghost or whatever? I don't know. It's been in a couple <laughs> movies. But um, those are intimate things, um, just relaxing, just being yourself. You're not wearing the mask. So that's yeah. what it looks like for me, mm -hmm. personally. Yeah. So what about you? Intimate, intimacy for me, um, really kind of piggybacking on what you said, it's the, it's the space of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. um, and not just being vulnerable, but feeling comfortable being vulnerable. Mm. I think that is because sometimes we fall into vulnerability like something happens tragic or something happens and it surprises us and you know all of a sudden we're, we're burying ourselves and then we're and then after we're like oh what did I just do oh my gosh yeah for me like intimacy is when it's it's a it's a selected and chosen place of vulnerability with the person that excludes physical or sexual interaction definitely so for me being intimate with someone the most intimate thing I can do, whether it's my friend or a guy, is to invite them into my prayer circle. Ooh, because yeah. that's me talking to God. That's my time with him. You get to hear what I'm praying for, what I'm praying about. Yeah. And those things are extremely sacred to me because people can pray on you, pray, pray on you, yeah. <laughs> and then people can pray for you and with you. And yeah. so, to me, that's super intimate. Um, Another thing that's intimate to me is honestly letting people into my house. Like, yes, that's oh, extremely oh my intimate yeah. to me. Like, you coming into some place where I lay my head, some place that I. It's my peace. Yes, my <laughs> haven. 
like that's intimate to me um and also i think it's the intimacy to me is is cultivating um connection yeah so for me intimacy and cultivating my connection with the person is really um realizing that they i'm learning something deep below the surface about mm -hmm. them yeah. and um they're peeling back their layers like an onion like they're mm -hmm. they're peeling back their layers and even if we both get really really emotional during those phases it's a welcomed emotional connection yeah. and, and so, you feel safe in an yeah. intimate space yes so. yes and so for me intimacy has to be um separated from the sex because that's what holds you together when you're old and you don't have the sex. I'm not saying that old people don't have sex <laughs> because I'm gonna be right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm say, girl, I'm but you know, you know when when age creeps up, when health issues arise, when you know you're stressed out, whatever it may be mm -hmm. in your life that you know sex might not be the priority at that season or when you can't you just had a child, you know, I don't yeah. know, but you still have to have that intimacy and that connection and that something that whatever it is, something that pulls you guys back together, um, mm -hmm. that you feel like is a center outside of God. Like this yeah. is the center of our fleshly connection. Yeah. And so, um, as far as romantically, when I'm dating a man, um, the most intimate thing that I've experienced, and it's actually been kind of recent, someone picking up the phone and praying with me. Without oh, me that is, initiating, without me saying anything about God, without me talking about prayer. That is amazing. That <laughs> is such an intimate thing for me. I feel like that, because to me at that point, he's putting my salvation and my walk and my faith and my relationship with God above our relationship. Yeah. above his sexual desires and above sin itself and so mm -hmm. for me to pick up the phone and know like you can hear something in my voice or my texts are really like mm -hmm. ah, like i'm busy kind of text you know right. you really don't be what feel like it but you're doing it and you're like let me text them back real quick yeah i'm short for someone to say hey you have to call me when you have five minutes or what time can mm -hmm. i call you when you have five minutes and just to have five minute prayer with me and just say you know I hope you have a good day and I'll, right. I'll check on you later. Like to me, that is so into that moment there because mm -hmm. in that prayer itself, like I had a guy recently, um, I was like thinking to myself like, okay, we're not real. We're not in a relationship. You know, we're just kicking it. We're talking, mm -hmm. getting to know each other. And um, yeah, like I was having like a little emotional moment and I don't mm -hmm. know him enough to be like, I'm having an emotional right. moment. Like we don't <laughs> know each other like that. Life. Yeah, I'm like, Running down when he has all the good news. I'm mm -hmm. sitting like, okay, I really want to get off the phone. Right. And I got off the phone. I was like, well, I gotta go. And he texts me. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You know, mm -hmm. text. You can always mask it in text. Right. For the most part, sometimes you can't. And so then he picks up the phone. He was like, I can tell in the little time I've known you just from your text that you're not okay. So let's have prayer. Whatever's bothering you until you mm -hmm. feel comfortable talking to me about it. I'm gonna pray for you. Girl, I was powerful. like, that is powerful. Wait a minute. I mean, that prayer, that moment, I was on the, I was on the other side crying. Like, I, I, I say what? Mm -hmm. And it was, that was our first time having prayer, mind you. Mm -hmm. Like, we had had, like, little prayer. Like, you know, you just have prayer at the end of the day or something like right. that. Or you have prayer. If you really are choosing to walk in a certain path with each other, you, you have, like, many prayers. Like, grace, stuff like that. Right. That's like, <laughs> we break a prayer, right? Yeah. Like, this was a purposeful prayer. And when he got done, y'all, um, having, like, this, this prayer moment, I saw him in a completely different light. Because it was so intentional, it was so specific. It wasn't like a general prayer, like, and Lord bless us. Right. right. No, it was like whatever is on her show. Like, I was like, wait a minute. And I mean, I felt lifted. There is yeah. there's power. That's why when, when people say, talk about church, like, I don't need to go to church, praise Lord. You don't. But there is something about uh, inviting the Holy Spirit into. Well, there's the fellowship in there. Fellowship. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I, I immediately felt like so lifted and like lighter mm -hmm. and I appreciated that so I was like dang now what I'm gonna do for him because I can't because I can't well, give him no humanity right. <laughs> but so what I'm gonna do <laughs> but you don't have to give or do anything for him I think it starts like just even before you get into a relationship um that intimacy there's friendship um 
you know, in that moment, he covered you. I mean, the Bible talks about that we should be willing to die for a friend. When you're dating someone and it's purposeful and you're considering them as far as a potential mate, mm -hmm. you need to be lining that thing up. You know, can I actually count on this person? Can they count on me? Will I actually be there for them? Will I cover them? And actually, he did his role as a man and he covered her in that way. Yeah. Even, didn't even think, you're right. He was, he was a covering right. in that moment. And I think, in that moment. I think oftentimes we see in our community, in the black community, we're black, mm -hmm. um, that the woman is usually doing all this stuff and she's doing the church thing and dragging the man to church and praying over him and this and right. that. Um, and it was so great that he initiated it. Mm -hmm. um, he saw that there was a need and he stepped up. Yes. Um, not to say that he's the one or not the one. I'm just saying that no, it. We don't know yet. We so, don't know yet. If you're watching, don't. If you're watching, um, <laughs> <no. laughs> don't. Right. But, but that was a powerful moment. Yeah, no matter yeah. what this transpires into, um, it spoke to the character of him. Mm -hmm. um, and that was important because that's a part of his integrity, his whole little makeup right. there. So. Yeah, and it wasn't like, you know, you talk to some guys and they'd be like, well, I'm in a church or you meet them at church or whatever. Right. and all of that mm -hmm. um, when the weight of the world is that's on your shoulders that's, that's, right. that's a safe place yeah um, and then I would say ooh, my next one so we have family finances and, and sex left <laughs> well you can make it be a poor no <laughs> no um, so 
then I would say, because you already have a connection. So if you've got the intimacy to yeah. me personally, mm -hmm. it actually helps with the buildup for sex. But next, I would say, um, man, this is a tough I one. I feel like ours are going to be very similar orders. <laughs> so I'm waiting for it's, these last three. It's so hard. <laughs> um, so, man. So family would be like, family centered like everybody mm -hmm. in the family <laughs> right you see me out here um so i'm gonna say um i'm a woman of tradition um and that family source is so important mm -hmm. um so i'm gonna say family next mm -hmm. um so my relationship with god or our relationship with god our intimacy between us and then we branch off in the family whether it be our own children um or our own family our network Okay, that's your that's your neighborhood. That's your whole support system there. Right. Um, oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying this. And then next is gonna be finances because it is so hard when you are broke. Um, and if you are not financially and responsible, you can, you can buy some big legs. Right. <laughs> oh Lord. Right. 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 Sad to say, right. but you can buy. Those you can. Um, you can. Um, I want it. I want it. I, right, I want it. Right. <laughs> from somebody I got the intimacy with but I would say finances um I do feel like debt is a form of bondage and unfortunately when you have a lot of that you're not allowed to be purposeful with everything and let me say this God is on the side of the debtor when you go into the debt he is not sitting here backing right, you right you weren't point. supposed to get yourself right. indebted so exactly <laughs> so and there's a scripture I think it's in Proverbs and it talks about how um the debtor is the slave to the lender. Mm -hmm. You become a slave in that moment. You signed up for that. Yeah. And then last but not least is sex. Um, and I would say it's last not for not me. Least, not, least. not least at all. Please, not at all. Mm -hmm. But I would say it's last because I think in a sexual relationship, you go through cycles. Whether you're married, um, you're single, and you're doing your own thing with this person or people. Um, if you don't have the intimacy, I know a lot of people that have been intimate with a lot of people. And when I say intimate, I don't mean the sense that we're talking about. I mean, they've just given themselves sexually. Mm -hmm. And they're not satisfied. Right. Um, I do believe that sex is something that can be taught. Mm -hmm. You know, you can teach somebody how to love on you the way you want to be loved. And also, a lot of people, they put sex up high on this list. They don't even know themselves. You don't know what you like. And then you're trying to and force them. Or they don't know why they like it. They don't know why they like it. They could be ashamed about it. They don't want to talk about it. Kind of like what we talked about um, on the last series. Um, but that would be the order for me. So there's going to be the spiritual base, um, intimacy, family, um, finances, and last but not least, sex. I knew we were going to have a similar <laughs> Y'all, we get along, okay? Like we our do. connected when we first met. Yeah, for so sure. So, it's going to be very similar. So, yeah. I mean, identical. I did the same way you did. I did a toy at the end. Like, I felt like I only put sex at the bottom because it sounded good. <laughs> right, but. But I really do. Like, you, like you said, like, finances. Like, I couldn't decide if, um, if finances, like came before the, the the sex or after and I feel like because I feel like if I have the intimacy I'm gonna like you said I'm gonna innately and naturally um if I'm romantically involved with you and I and connected to you I'm gonna want to have that mm -hmm. but then I think I need intimacy before even family because you create family you do you know? right exactly. there's some people who don't even know their own parent you know and mm -hmm. but they're bonded by blood but not by intimacy or relation yeah so um, I feel like intimacy is before the family too because you need that to cultivate the family life um, to be a good parent or spouse um, mm -hmm. Definitely. and then I feel like the finances need to be there um, to and, and not just uh, wealth I'm not talking about wealth but I'm talking about being a good steward of yeah finances. for sure you know sure. living within your means you know that like you said you need that is a bondage and when mm -hmm. you start to um, you notice that you're living paycheck to paycheck. Sometimes it's not about the bills or not having enough money. Mm -hmm. Because at one point, you didn't have that amount of money. Right, exactly. And you were making it off less. Right. So <laughs> that means that you need to take a step back and reevaluate your household, what you're doing. So all these mm -hmm. things. I, so I kind of was like toying between the sex and the finance. I'm like, okay, how important? Because if I have 
you know, these other means and wisdom from God, can I still make it if I didn't, if I wasn't wealthy? But I was like, no, wealth is deeper. If yeah, I didn't, yeah. that's good. Okay, so we're like twins in that area. <laughs> we like have the same right, like, right. hierarchy. So I can support you. And I'd be like, girl, get, uh-uh, you said sex was right. the end. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Tell right. me to go home. <laughs> right, right. No, seriously, because you, you do, um, and I don't know if a lot of people even consider it. And I know most people, when you tell them don't do something, they're fighting you. They don't even know why they're saying no. They just don't want to do it because they feel like you're trying to dictate their world. Um, but we want to look at the dangers of what it is. Because when you connect with somebody, you do create a soul tie, whether you know it or not. That's that's what I was about. So that kind of pulls us to this uh, little next conversation. Um, one of the things that uh, someone asked me, so I did a, I spoke to some high school girls, um, last school year okay. and they were asking me the difference between chastity celibacy and abstinence and they are very different and some people don't know that like people use them interchangeably like oh well I'm well, so educate our viewers. I'm da, 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 da. so <laughs> let me tell you guys right, educate. so there's like a hierarchy it's abstinence celibacy chastity and abstinence is a temporary choice to um, abstain from I'm going to hold out for 90 days. Right. <laughs> Steve Harvey. Right. Like we talked about in the last episode. Right. It's like abstinence is what you do. The Bible actually uses the word abstinence when you yeah, abstain, abstain. Right. from um, sexual intercourse or, or dating with the person um, for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And it can be, per- and it's purposeful. You don't just do it. It's like, I'm doing this. It's like a consonant. like, I'm doing this because I'm, you know, I'm, I don't want to get pregnant. Or right, right. we're doing this because we can't. You know, mm-hmm. we're doing this because we're praying over something. Or um, I need to get to know you better. Right. So if you're just doing it as a temporary thing, like I'm abstaining for now until I find the right person. And, and I know that this person is the person I want to share my body with. That's abstinence. It's a temporary thing. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have the level of celibacy. Celibacy is making, it's a covenant and a choice yeah. to say, I'm not going to share myself intimately, sexually intimately with anyone mm-hmm. until I know for sure that this is the person God has granted me the choice to be with. And then you go into covenant. And then you marriage. go into covenant. <laughs> um, there's like different levels to it. And it is all based on who you are, what you want, yeah. and how. And you have to be honest in knowing what, um, how you can handle soul ties. Mm-hmm. And so, because that comes with it. I don't care who you are. I don't care. Well, I don't care if you. It's a you, spiritual thing the, when you, you go into sex. If you're the biggest freak and you <laughs> you do whatever you want to do with your body, I don't care who says that. I can promise you. You coming back with some resonance. Something, something is something on, on you. you. Like it's spiritually and and some and sometimes sadly physically. Yeah. You know? Water don't always wash it all off. Mm-hmm. I want y'all to know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. And so, then you go to chase. Chastity. So yeah. So chastity um, is when you like it's like monks. They completely decide that when you got like the metal pants yeah, down when yes, they come with like the key. Y'all, y'all remember the chastity belt in church? Like, yeah, oh my god, yeah. I mean, you ain't getting this, can't have right. this. Ain't nobody gonna get this until my parents break this mm, open. Right. So um, that's that's the the final one. Some people com- like they commit themselves to God and 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 uh, commit to chastity, and they say, "I'm never gonna do it." I ain't mm-hmm. that girl. I like sex. God, right. hey, God know it. So, um, he don't want my flesh to burn. So, um, like, yeah, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get, <laughs> you know, but so there's levels. So I'm at the celibacy level and um, that's just where I am. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and I'm going to work. I'm going to talk about soul ties now, guys, because this is why I'm celibate. Soul ties. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give you all a little bit of my little story. Um, so... The person I broke my celibacy for, I kid you not, I might, I don't even know if I told you this, but like, when I started messing with him, like, mm-hmm. it's like everything in my life was going wrong. Like, every time mm-hmm. I turned, like, the sex was good. Like, I had, I was so... That's the sauce, y'all. The sauce to him. Good. Yeah, I was so connected to him and um, that it was just like, 
he was charming he was a gentleman like when i tell y'all he was everything i thought i wanted on the outside mm. i had no spiritual covering though with him like mm. i felt so raw because um i i didn't have that that spiritual intimacy we didn't have like the sex was good we were good friends mm. i enjoyed time with him but i continuously felt just dirty and raw mm. wow. after the sex and i know wow. it was me I was convicted. I had yeah. self conviction. Like I was just like I knew in my spirit that we were never going to be anything more. Yeah. So this was me breaking my and I and I just had this whole little <sighs> horrible. Every time I turned around, it was something, y'all. It was like, mm. oh, you know, my gas line at the house broke. Mm. And let me tell you, this is where you learned. This is this was a turning point for me. Like mm -hmm. I called him and was like, hey, so. Um, somebody hit my gas thing, whatever, whatever. And then my, so my AC was out, like everything was shut yeah. off in my house for like literally four days. Do y'all know, he didn't even say, well, damn, like come stay with me or, mm, um, let me wow. get you a hotel room at Motel 6. Right. <laughs> like, like, he was not being a covering. He a was not. Or he nothing. Was, it was none it of that. It was none of that. Did he pray for you? No. And then, <laughs> this was like, I'm talking about like, months into dating each other and being physically intimate mm. and sexually you know so we weren't emotionally intimate we were physically intimate and sexually intimate so it was like okay you can tell he didn't feel moment, any responsibility he like, did because it was it was just sex i mean mm. and i realized i think that situation that's when you know like i've seen this floating around like real situations will let you know if you have a man or if you have a male or if you have, um, <laughs> why you tell me? Oh, if I'm you sorry. have a man, or if you have just somebody you sleeping with, some company. Yeah. He was somebody I was sleeping with, some company. He was a male that had a working penis that obviously that worked good. very well. <laughs> right, he was skilled, but, but, but yeah, nothing else. Like nothing else, nothing else. So I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, like mm. I wish that I never did because we would have been cool still. We still would have been like. Cool. Like right. I like him as a person, but I had to cut that off, like completely mm -hmm. cut him off of my life because he was just so toxic. I would just remember, like, damn, every time I would stop talking to him, y'all have it in my mind, like, I'm about to, I ain't about to talk to him. My life be flourishing, right? He <laughs> checks in the bed, right? New business opportunities, and you then, know, trips, like, girl. Lord be like, he closes door. And as soon ready. as I pick up the phone and reply to his text. Oh, yeah, let's get together. Let's go out. Mm -hmm. I mean, something big would happen just dramatic in my life. Like, I'm talking about But it's like, also hey, like, a, like, like a drug, too, because you might be looking at people are like, well, why didn't you just stop talking to them? But it's almost like a drug. It's like being on heroin. It's like, I want to get this up, and I can't. Sex is very addicting. Mm -hmm. and, and that soul tie you create becomes, um, like you said, it becomes your drug because you... Yeah. you it almost soul ties will make you feel like this person loves you and you love them and there's just this connection this mm -hmm. chemistry and it ain't that no nope. <laughs> soul ties and, and i'm not just talking about because there are good soul ties there and then there's toxic soul ties yeah well i'm talking about a toxic soul tie it will present itself to be everything that you want mm -hmm. yeah it's feeling something and i had a i was missing something at that point in my life because I wasn't intimate with anyone for a while so here comes this guy that I have my list and he's checking them all mm -hmm. off he's a gentleman he's chivalrous he does this he you know has a good job blah 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 and good dick like I was thinking to myself like can't get no better than that's this. that devil dick y'all stay away from that devil dick you know what I'm without 
um, um, tangibly getting something from it mm -hmm. and it could be healthy or toxic I've had soul ties with friends that you know we bonded because we you know we might have gone through something similar as a child or um, we can relate because we dated a similar type of guy that was toxic to us so we connect and we're like that's something we always but you notice I, th this is when I've noticed I've had um, uh, toxic soul ties with friends was when every time we get together nothing positive comes out of our conversation or interaction mm, yeah so if you're hanging with a group of people and you're getting more in debt or you're feeling uh, more emotionally drained or you don't walk away with any type of positive enforcement or or I, or I feel empowered to do something right. more or better um, if you're not hanging with people that you guys are able to hold each other accountable without and, and correction and give correction without resentment yeah. Um, iron sharpens iron yeah you're sure. in a toxic friendship that, that's in my opinion mm -hmm. and I've had friends where I realized like yeah it's fun like we're sitting here we're cracking jokes like we're talking about people that we know that we mutually have hung out with you know you listening and then all of a sudden I remember I was with a group of um, like there are maybe four of us like girls and mm -hmm. I remember sitting there and I was like Dang, every time we get together, it's talking about somebody who's not even here. And I don't care about talking. Like, I remember right. saying that mid-sentence, like, somebody else was talking. I was like, who cares? That's like, like word vomit. It came up. I know. I was like, who cares? Like, I don't even know her. Like, I know her, you know, in the circle. But, like, I don't know. I'm not cocking her pussy. I don't care who she having sex with. I don't care who dick she's sucking. Like, they don't have nothing to do with me. Well, and the, and the person so, is also not taken away from me, nor are they adding to me. Right. Um, so, with being the best version of yourself, what do you guys sit down there and talk about? I mean, do you, are you, people are your next business venture or this or that. Or how know? can I help you? How what can I, can I right, do? Who can right. I connect you with? Right. Like, how do I create this, uh, this safe place for you where you feel like you can say your ideas and I'm not going to steal them? Or, yes. You know, or, or how do you feel, how can I help you feel like you can uh, get positive reinforcement? Because sometimes you're with friends and they're not the friends that can help you. Mm -hmm. But they're the friends that give you positive reinforcement to say, you're doing a good job. Yeah. Because sometimes uh, we don't get that from... Um, people that know us well because they they are more critical of us because they know us. Yeah. So Agreed. you have to have that balance where you get positive reinforcement from people that see the goodness in you. Yeah, I agree. And can Definitely. help you to keep going. It's like you know recharging you. So um, that affirmation. So I think it's really really important to to look at toxic friendships. Make sure that you are growing with your circle and that you guys are all pushing each other. Mm -hmm. And then going to the, the, the romantic side where you're dating someone like toxic. Um, a toxic mate is really someone that is manipulative. Yeah, that definitely. you feel like everything is about an argument or about them or, or is emotionally pulling on you. You guys aren't building. Um, you're never getting of, over the problem. Yeah. <laughs> right. You just keep circling yep. with the problem. And then you trip over it again and come mm -hmm. back to it. So I think before we go into intimacy with someone else, um, I always focus on getting to know yourself. Um, oftentimes we make our issues somebody else's issue. Yeah. And um, I think you really have to come off as a whole person first. Mm -hmm. Do not expect your friends, your mates, or anybody else to make you whole. That's between you and God or whoever you serve. Um, but it has to start there. Um, and then that way, if you've got this positive thing going and you know yourself, you know your boundaries, you've set them for yourself, you're loving yourself first, you'll be able to love someone else in the same manner. It's not better. Right. You'll be um, able to teach them how to, love, how you. to love you based on <laughs> what sure. you need and what you deserve. Right. And it's sometimes it's not a forceful, like, I'm not the girl that is, you guys will never see me, like, even on my social media, like, you know, excuse my language. You know, dudes ain't shit. Like, I'm not yeah. that girl. Because I feel like there are some... I'm, I have some amazing men that I know that are just, mm -hmm. like, just awesome. And... Agreed. Um, I don't want to give that um, that thought process. I think when you start to, to just hone in on that, on the no good dudes, 
that's all you're gonna get yeah well you, you're attracting that attracting you're attracting that. that for sure because negative feeds off negative so it's a man so, think of so is he so yeah. when you think about that think positively about yourself welcome that speak positively about others i mean make it a point to actually compliment someone instead of saying something negative yeah, yeah. or focusing on what a dude didn't do why don't you focus on you know what you want what, yeah. what you're doing for yourself and you know what if they didn't do what you needed them to do um be strong enough to walk away it's okay it's okay you don't That's have to thing. you yeah. don't have to excuse somebody's behavior and sometimes it's not even a negative it's just this isn't healthy for me yeah it's not helping me grow right um yeah and that goes like what you just said which really uh stuck to me was the um the walking away part like i feel like i have i know i have been someplace too long i have friends that have been someplace too long that's whether it's a job whether it's a relationship whether it's a yeah. friend that you know you really don't like the person but you still hang out with them because that's all that's the person that's what you know it's your norm and, and it's your routine don't be afraid to shake up the routine it's okay yeah. <laughs> that's the person that answers the phone when it's time to go someplace but then you get out with them and you're like dang i really don't like hanging with you in order for you to break an unhealthy and toxic soul tie with someone you have to be willing to take a step back, self-evaluate, and be honest and self-aware with yourself. Like, am I whole? Am I expecting mm -hmm. this person to fulfill something that I should be fulfilling within myself? Mm -hmm. That's really difficult to do. I will say from experience, to, to feel like, oh, I got all my stuff together, like my shit's in order, and then all of a sudden have to tell you, like, no, you're really emotionally yeah. dependent on this person. Like, if you don't talk to them, or if they don't call you right back or text you back, your whole day is messed up. Right, right. Ooh. That's being emotionally dependent. Your whole mood has shifted. Mm -hmm. How you respond to other people has shifted because of one person. Yeah, definitely. So, um, self-evaluating, being self-aware, making sure that you're whole on your own. And then from there, being aware and being honest. Yeah. Being able to say, okay, this, this is just not working for me. I don't know yeah. what it is. Sometimes... You don't know why it's not working. Sometimes you don't know what it is. Right. And that's okay. It's just like, this is not serving me. This is not okay. I don't know what it is. And I really need to take a step back. I need time yeah. to myself to yeah. evaluate this. That's okay. And with being whole, you have to be comfortable with yourself. I think a lot of people are uncomfortable with them. And then you want to throw yourself off onto someone else. That's not okay. It's okay to be alone. Learn things about yourself. Build yourself up. Another tidbit of, of breaking um, the soul tie is to um, cut off the intimacy in terms of both emotional and sexual. Mm, because if you good. cut those things off and give yourself space to uh, heal and space to repair and space to really evaluate things without those pulling on you, um, you really will realize if you're just with somebody because of either of those, because of they're, they're feeding you emotionally or they're feeding you sexually, or if there's somebody that you really, really want to be with, if those weren't um, factors in the relationship or the connection. Because oftentimes when you take the intimacy out and the sex out, you can actually see what it is. Okay. It's right. this. Okay. I'm being petty in that moment. Yeah, that's how I evaluate the guy I was having sex with. Like, like when I was in it, I was like, oh my God, he's heaven. Girl, I thought I stopped doing that. I was like, damn. You can even all that. Right. Like, <laughs> you, you just a good thing. Like, when I really started looking at you, like, you just a big bum. Like, <laughs> right. Like, right. Tell the truth. Speak on it. If you're watching this, keep watching and change yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. Grow. Like, Grow before you yeah. go into the next phase or the next person. And so something that I think is really, really important after you get out of relationships, because every soul, every person you ever slept with, I promise you that you're bringing them into the next relationship. So oh, when you yeah, lay down sure. with, when you lay down with Darren, you do not, you already got, you know, uh, Dre and Jacob and Dante in the bed with y'all. That's your third, fourth, and fifth person. We're not clocking you. We're just letting you all know. Right, I'm not clocking <laughs> your, your, your mileage. I'm just saying, we all do it. 
Very true. And a lot of people have not just disconnected and unplugged and done Everybody that. always talking to somebody, dating yeah. somebody, having sex with somebody. And if you've never truly taken a moment without going on a date, without talking to someone, without having a booty buddy or a fuck friend, <laughs> whatever you call it, without, you know, um, having somebody that you cuddle with, creating that intimacy. If you've never just taken a moment to just be like, all I'm doing is focusing on my peace and happiness. I'm going out with friends. I'm working out. I'm doing something for me so that when I step into the next relationship, I truly feel like I'm able to give myself to this person and feel good about what I'm giving them. Yeah, that's true. And you feel very empowered when you do, when you do that. I've mm -hmm. done that. And it's like a way to slip. You have a shield around you at that moment. And it's not even that you're just coming with the wall up, but you can see the BS. You're like, nah, I'm good. At that point, you're strong. You know you. You know what you want. You know what you don't want. And you're not emotionally dependent upon anybody else in that moment. Yeah. So for me, that, that actually works. It's so much clarity. Woo, mm -hmm. feels good. Okay, so we are going to go into our Let's Just Be Honest segment. My friends know when we get together, um, I don't like for people to drive drunk. I don't like people to drive. And I live in the heart of downtown, the city, whatever. So I'm okay with people coming to my place, hanging out, sobering up, staying in my guest room, staying mm -hmm. on like I'm, a, I'm that friend. I'm never going to put you in a position where you're driving. Right. Like my family knows if they come to the city and they go out, I don't care if they're 40 years old. I'm coming to get you or Ubering you, so you know you're you're gonna have some place to stay. It's 40. Oh, did y'all see what she just did? Anyway. No, no, I'm saying if you're because if you're 40, <laughs> you, you should have your shit together where you're not trying to stay in nobody else. <laughs> if you're 30 years though, if you're an adult <laughs> and you're you have children, if you pay rent, you care for somebody, <laughs> you care for somebody beyond yourself. I yeah. mean, you be together, yes. So we but we like to have fun, so we always end up like. All my friends, we always end up like still hanging out, having a, a an adult slumber party. Like that's okay, right? So what happened was we go to my house. I before I said yes, I looked at Bobby because I contemplated and I told her why. I didn't want certain people to come to my house because I felt like um, that you have, have y'all ever had somebody who they be pressed to come to your house. <laughs> Yes, which and you be like, they, I don't know why you. They gonna leave something behind. They yes. to show up. I, I, and I'm just like, <laughs> you know, some people just be like, like they want, it, like you know, it's because they nosy. Like you know, she trying to be nosy or he trying to be nosy. Like you know that they just want to know where you live. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm good. I, I want you to just go ahead and just fast forward. Just jump <laughs> she in. She want me to fast forward. I'm trying to ease it because <laughs> this is all hilarious. But. Sum it up, guys. Like, fast forward into it. So, this person asked, Can they stay? I said, Sure, that's fine. I don't have a problem. But then I was thinking in the back of my mind, like, it's been hours now, and it's 3 40. I know, yeah, you, I know like you're sober late. right now. And um, <laughs> if you're not sober, like, everybody else usually Ubers, right? You're not falling asleep yet. Because when, when I've had too much to drink, I'm. I'm not. Everybody I'm else was ready to go. They were like, well, some of them weren't ready, but you know, like everybody else got the hint. Like, okay, if two people leave, three people leave, I'm just going to leave too. This one person was like, I ain't going to leave. Like, Have I you ever had somebody negotiate with you about, <laughs> about, staying at your <laughs> about staying at your place and staying in your personal space? Your space. Okay, so what she's saying <laughs> is this person. And I'm cool with, I was cool, like, I was cool with them. Like, I didn't have a problem with them asking me, can they stay at my house? Because if you're, like, that's like Bobby asking, can she stay at my house? If we all are cool, we may not have been cool enough for me to be like, yes, you can come to my house, just you, just yet. But if it Keep in mind, I'm party, not trying to sleep with Pilar. So, <laughs> there's a difference. I have girl parts, and they work for me and not for anyone else. So, again, right. there, there's more to this. But so, they kept, so what happened was... I guess sum it up at the end. I excuse myself. Bobby excused herself. She's like, okay, so this is what no, 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 I got to tell that part. So me and Bobby are sitting. It's three of us. That me, Bobby, and this person, and we're all sitting there. So Bobby texts me like she's not going home. 
and she about to go in there and sit down. Like, you know, she tried to, like, ask me, like, basically in so many words, is this motherfucker gonna go home? <laughs> or, or what? It's over to me. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. They want to talk about the walks of life with you. I don't know. Watch the sun come up. I don't know. She was just but trying I, to let it be known, like, well, I'm about to go in here. So then she, so that, like, real quick in a text. Like, I'm like, okay. Like, I'm, like, that's, that's it. I did the SpongeBob. She was like, right, I'm about I to head out. I'm about <laughs> <laughs> goes inside and like kind of cuddles up on the sofa and just chills and i feel this, like my parents was arguing i heard this person start arguing me outside y'all i was <laughs> like so then at that moment i'm talking i'm realizing i'm arguing back like, <laughs> like i'm entertaining i'm like okay they gotta be drunk to be asking me these questions and talking about what they're talking about it was very spirited it like, was very hmm. emotional and very much like so, um, she, you texting about me. Like, I mean, y'all was like, what? <laughs> so you texting about me? I'm, saying, I'm like, yeah, we did. But it, it wasn't it. It, it wasn't the, about the, you. The bottom line like, is the person wanted to stay. Yeah. And they were grabbing at straws. They already had the opportunity to stay and just sleep on the couch or the guest room or yes. whatever. She's, the, she's telling it because she knows. I feel a little like. The person <laughs> wanted to be next to pilar and that was past her boundaries for them for them i don't yes, want you laying yes, next to that me is. they asked me can i let that's that's what happened when bobby went inside they said so can i lay in the bed with you instead of the sofa or the guest room no no before that they actually asked in front of you so where are you sleeping that's what that's what that's what was funny they asked so where is she sleeping if she's staying at night and i was like in the guest room on the couch wherever you know wherever she want to lay like she can lay in, she can sleep in a bed with me i have a huge king size bed like i wouldn't care but she ain't sleeping <laughs> that was the point like right wherever she sleep that's fine you sleep wherever she not sleeping right so then i'm like okay so that's when she texts me and then because i think she got the hit like oh this motherfucker not trying to go home like and, I, and, and i'm, I'm, I'm trying to hold like, her accountable yeah i mean like like don't let me slip on anything because first of all i know me and i'm a kind person and some things can be taken over like what i'm really meaning it to be like i can be nice to somebody and it's taken to be more and i'm thinking and then i think about in retrospect like ooh. so she held me accountable like okay so are they going home like i need to know what's going on because i'm sleepy but <laughs> she's ready to go to bed so about by the place yeah she was at that place so I'm cool. I'm not even sleepy yet. I'm not drunk. I'm not sleeping. I'm good. So I'm just sitting. We're watching, you know, the skyline, like just chit chat. Out of nowhere, it was like, so uh, did you fuck such and such? I was like, wait, what? So it got real. It got quick. real. Personal, <laughs> that was fast. Like, I was like, wait. So I, I felt like in that moment, Bobby, like he was trying to say, like, well, you told me no, I can't sleep in a bed with you, but you, but you fuck such and such. However many months ago, or whatever, so, and I'm like, first of all, <laughs> you they don't got shit to do with you. It, it doesn't have One, anything to do with two, you. Two, I didn't fuck him, so that really don't have nothing to do with you. And three, these I, are my boundaries. These are my. I said that. And, and I at that moment, no. like I wasn't understanding that. At the moment, the person wanted her to sacrifice. Um, her her um her goals and everything and my she, boundary and there, her boundary like, just to they I want to I want you to sacrifice whatever to give me what I want I want you to be uncomfortable so that I can be comfortable yeah I want to make you uncomfortable so that I can be comfortable so and you need to do this to make me feel that's how I felt and I and I thought about it later and I'm at a, at a, we're I'm talking in circles and I'm being funny but the gist of it all was that this person kept pressuring me about this particular and i found it very shocking because it's a nice looking guy he i've never expected that from him i don't think anybody expected that from him like what's well, not act like that and i'm not saying that and i say this to say this is my point just because you don't expect that from a person does not mean that that they won't expect the unexpected you, for sure yeah. that doesn't mean that they won't present themselves to that it went in in the at the right time and I really held this person at a very uh, respectful um, 
rooftop place. Like okay. he was he was hunting by like the I'll say like the seventh time <laughs> he was like, so I can't lay in the bed with you. Why I can't lay in the bed with you? And I was y'all to the point that in the middle of him asking me, and then he was talking about how he heard I slept with somebody. I was like, either he drunk or he serious. Either Let way, me get your stuff. Let me get, I was like, wait, I remember, <laughs> I remember saying in the middle of him talking, I was like, I don't even understand why any of this is a conversation. If I say you're welcome to stay here, I have a guest room and I have this, I have like a big, big, deep sectional. Mm-hmm. Like, why is what it? What I literally said, Bobby. I literally was like, I'm trying to understand what you're not understanding about me saying no. You can't be in a bed. Like, what is not connecting? To the point, I was like, okay, well, let me walk you on outside. Right, right. <laughs> like it just so, it was like, let me just go ahead. Let me go, let me find my shoes and walk you down <laughs> to your car. Because let you think. Yeah, let let you me, out of here. Let, let, I and, would, and then he was like, let me. I'm about to just go then, cause. I was like, okay. And then I was thinking, like, uh, uh, me, being me, the kind-hearted person, I'm like, are you sure you're good to drive? Because now I'm thinking, like, the fact that he was bringing up somebody I dated and something he heard, I don't care what it was. He was sober. I was like, is he drunk? Because I'd never seen him like this. I'm like, is he drunk? And then I was like, well, it don't fucking matter because even if you are drunk, you guys to go none. You guys to get your shit. And we got to help Uber. you call Uber. You guys to because... What bothered me was even after I was nice enough to walk him down to his car and everything to make sure he got out of my parking garage and everything, he still asked me again. And that at that moment lets me know, or let me know, like you truly are sober, one, because he was sober. I could tell he was sober, but one, you're sober. Two, you truly don't give a fuck about my boundaries because you're asking me after you done got all your shit, we done walk, like y'all, if you have, if you have, anybody in my house, it's far as fuck to get to my place. Like, it's a hike. To get mm-hmm. from the garage to my place. So now you're up the elevator around the corner. And then you still ask me, can we go back upstairs? Like that lets me know that you really don't respect my boundaries. Like you could tell me once, maybe twice. If I'm like, if I was a dude and I, I hear you, like, you don't want me to be said, here. I gotta you go. Said, you said, no, I'm just verifying. You really meant no. <laughs> oh, okay. That's it. I have dated enough men. They never acted like that. And I, I was just so taken aback by that. Like mm-hmm. me and Bobby, <laughs> we both said, like when I got back up, I, like I say all this to say y'all, like we had conversation, but when we had conversation, I realized that I really like put Bobby and myself in a predicament that could have been different. It could have ended a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that I share this story to just to say that you know be very careful it's not that someone is doing something or their intentions are a certain place but if you do have boundaries go with your instinct the spirit led me to say no all these times that i've been asked all these instances where he could have come to my house and i've said no because something led me to say no i don't know why i just didn't feel comfortable and I don't let anybody, and Bobby knows, like, nobody really comes to my house anyways. Like, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's maybe three or four friends that's been to my home. So, for me to even let you come into my home after, I, like, for you to act like, I was just really, like, that was really shocking to me. Like, it was mm-hmm. mad aggressive and mad, like, uncomfortable. And yeah, definitely. I don't ever want, I say this, say I don't want women or men to feel like, I know I've been in a position where I felt like my boundaries were pressed and to the point that I may have agreed mm-hmm. because I felt like well it's to well it's to right like I'ma just go. Yeah. And or I'ma just I'ma just hang out a little longer. Um, go with your first instinct. I have yeah. a friend that was in a really bad car accident because she didn't go with her gut. I was in this situation I was in because I didn't go with my gut. When you mm-hmm. have that gut feeling that says it's not true it's the holy spirit telling you that something is off something's not right yeah. and when you have that be strong enough to say i said no i said i mean no. i'm, I'm good <laughs> nod is not for me and just continue to go with that and walk away and that's what i should have done and so i felt mad uncomfortable for like several like i felt really like not violated but just like Kind of like, dang, like you really was Disrespected. Like, yes. that Definitely yes. disrespected. And keep in mind, men love off of a, a respect 
an honor system. In that moment, he proved that he did not respect her. And he kept saying how I was disloyal to him, though, because I was like, wait, what? Wait, wait. It was, y'all, it was, <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> weird, y'all. I can't. I can't. I just keep laughing about it now because it was so, like, are you for real? Can you buy me a cheese Anyways, um, <laughs> so what what does next week look like? Because I don't even want to go in on it.